Welcome to Get in the Ring with DJ D Coops and B Smut on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. It is. It's time to get in the ring with DJD Kooks and my cohort in crime, Beast Mike. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, I, we are attacking partners in this show, as, as we've always been. Uh, it's a really... I think we're just trying to recover from what TakeOver was. And, and what AEW was. And what AEW in Atlanta last night was. Those shows were hot this week. Those shows were really did hot. Did you see week. the promo that Cody cut afterwards on Yeah, Twitter. I did. I thought I thought it was nice. I thought it was a really really nice touch that uh, Cody shows. Did you see the promo that Osprey cut? I did not see Ospreys. I definitely did see Cody's, and I think Atlanta's crowd was hot. Atlanta's crowd was on fire the whole the whole night. Which crowd was better, last week's in Austin or this week's in Atlanta? Ooh. It's so hard. I would say Austin. That's slightly. tough. I go slightly Atlanta, but it's tough. There really was no wrong answer because both crowds were good. Both crowds were very, very good. When you give crowds a, a great show. Mm-hmm. So. So. um, And then NXT was there. Boring. But. I want to talk about I want to talk about two things before we go. Yeah, we let's go. Into wrestling. Um, one life shit and then one plug because okay. because he, Mike knows what I'm gonna talk about. Um, he retweeted it and right. then something that's close to both of our hearts actually mm-hmm. that I was talking to him about before we recorded. <laughs> so. So, um, I got a certificate on, um, on, on Wednesday that Mike retweeted. Um, it was awesome. One of the most fulfilling, important seminars in my right. It was a mental health recovery seminar one, rap. Um, I use my, and it's a living and breathing document. Essentially, mm. I, I can't explain the whole program. It's a two day seminar. Um, if it comes to your town, definitely take it. Um, it's you get 35 total training hours. Um, taking it, and it's incredible, it's very inspiring. And I took charge in my mental health recovery, so okay. very good stuff. And the second one near and dear to me and Mike's heart because we met at this place. This Monco, was the stage. Good. Stage that they gave us. Yes, Monco Radio is a. It is a stage where yeah, like you said, he we he actually met me 
uh, during the show I I hosted called the Sports Lounge. And we struck up a relationship then because he came on my shows then. And later on... DJ Corona. Yeah, with DJ Corona as well. And later on, we developed a friendship because we we both love sports. And we both kind of realized, okay, we're big into wrestling. I'm definitely more domestic when it comes to my wrestling passion. And he's definitely more foreign with his. He doesn't just do WWE. So we kind of struck up a wrestling. And that's kind of how I got into New Japan and kind of stuff outside of WWE. So eventually, he ended up doing a show called Get in the Ring, which... Now we're doing right now. Coming up, which we do, which is obviously spawned into this, and the show that D Kooks has got planned is heavy. Let's talk about it. Um, the Monco Wrestling Express. Um, there's a lineage of wrestling shows in Monco Radio wrestling history. The uh, Retro Player Experience. Mm-hmm. He did Good guy. with RSP. Derek. Yes. How Derek the Hoon Calhoun. You, you might not I know met, these I names, but you will time. get to know these names. If you listen to the Mako Wrestling Experience and the Hoon Experience, he's doing a show, um, 10 a.m. Rockstar Rob's doing his 8 a.m. show. I can advertise that with Hoon. Um, um, April 4th is the day. So yes. Takeover Day. Um, WrestleMania day of Takeover Day 2020. Canada. Um, is the day of the alumni broadcast. You can listen all day and tune in, moncoradio.com. Mm-hmm. It's where you, you used to have to listen to us exclusively. Yes, yes. Before I learned how to record th- this show. <laughs> Before I had to, I used to have to take a flash drive and record the right. show. That's right, yeah, in the, in the studio. Because um, they, they didn't have the, I guess, um, I guess we didn't use Skype or whatever. Uh, until, we didn't use guess, Skype. Yeah. We so, Skype our guests. Um, right. Because well, they, they, they had a computer. Right, right, right. So that, that's why have we had to I would have Semper Vivi on every week before I had to be Smike on because I needed someone to talk to. <laughs> because I used to host a show called The Chat Down with somebody who was not good at hosting right. a wrestling show. Right. He's host it would beats Mike, and he did not like the Japanese wrestling. He just wanted mm. to go on about. It, it was strictly WWE. Yeah, and I hated that because yeah. I'm I'm not passionate about it. Because you, you're not you're nowhere near as crazy about WWE as you are about a lot of other about New Japan or obviously about AEW or PW. Oh, oh, if he was around oh, now and he and he said no AEW, I'm like. He had no shot. Yeah, he has no shot with uh. With he has no shot with me. Yeah. So that so naturally it's been a pretty cool journey with getting the ring and with wrestling in general. Completely uh, damaged. We have to completely damaged. Yes. Which is still on the air Mondays at 10 a.m. on MoncoRadio.com, and you can see the podcast on Podomatic and on mm-hmm. iTunes and everywhere you can get podcasts with RC and Arthur the. The, I can't even do it. The roll <laughs> it, Littman. Jeff Ash is going to be there too. Now, our now, now, ben, now, now, Lip, now Ben Littman is a guy that uh, obviously I knew from the sports lounge, uh, and he was he was on my shows quite a bit. He's one of, one of my good friends from Monco as well. So it's uh, he's been on Get in the Ring uh, in the past also. Yes, and 
So for people who are confirmed for in studio, me, the executive producer of mm-hmm. this, and the host. So Morgan Kelly Mosley is confirmed for this. Derek the Hoon Calhoun is going to be involved somehow, some way, either a call in or a in studio appearance. Matt, the Kiss Room Porter will be there. Yes, yes. He'll be running the day. Mm-hmm. Maybe in studio, Jeff, Mr. KYW News Radio Ash. Yes, a guy who uh, I learned very well from. I consider him a mentor, uh, from the, especially for the sports. I consider sport. him a mentor, Jeff. R.C. Cameron Hall. Hopefully, hopefully he's there. Arthur and Ben Littman. Beast Mike. Mm-hmm. He may be making an appearance. I may make my return. I, I'm, we'll see. I know I'm, I'm planning on being kind of sort of busy, but at the very least I will call in. If I am free on that day, I will try to get back to Philly. I will try to get back. Yeah. But we yeah. will see what goes And we'll I would what... love to see you. It would be nice to be back on Mongo Radio. It would be nice to be back at the at the old sounding grounds. And this is going to be too bad. So it's live phoners. Beast Mike's guaranteed to at least call in. So I we have, at the very least I'll call in. So we have Kristen Ashley from Bell to Bells and Daily DDT calling in. Possible Monster Factory involvement. They're guaranteed for the pre-recorded section, which I'm going to get into. Um, Candy um, Burton from... She doesn't really have plugged, but she um she is a caller from Monaco Radio. She calls into the kiss room. She's a very nice woman from Toronto. Yeah. Um, and um she she's just a charm. She calls into my heart and heavy show all the time too. She's oh, a yeah. loyal, loyal listener. I would okay. like her to be a part of it. Because she's a big part of Monaco Radio. Jonathan Snowden from Weekly report. I just got confirmed that John Carroll, before nice. we started recording from Voices of Wrestling, wrestling on Bakaze. If he has nothing to do, he'll call in. And I have to get timing with all these people, so more work for me. Um, pre-recorded messages. So these are going to be one to three minute MP3 clips. Top three wrestling memories, moments associated with Monka Radio. A plug. So they can plug their thing, a well wish from Anka Radio, and then the clips that are not used on the um, on the um, show on the original hour will be posted along with the original Monka Wrestling Experience on various spot on this Social Suplex podcast about platform since I have access to the Social Suplex Brett Circle account. This this will be posted on the social suplex as part of getting the rank. I find it appropriate that that it be posted. No, it's a good way to get back to and show love to where all this began. So names I have I have names confirmed. Um for this. Um and then and then I'll give you the date again and the time. And so John McAdam from the Stick to Wrestling podcast. Barry Rose from the Breaking KPA podcast. I got to catch up with Barry. Um, we got to go to Mission Barbecue, Barry. Um, <laughs> it's been a while. Robert O'Connor, Ghost of Keones from High Spots. 
my good friend Bill After from After's mm. Alley One Wrestling. One so a, lot of the mo- a lot of the Monster Patrick students, students, Danny Cage, um, Nick Picone from Philly Influencer and the Shooters Podcast, Alan Farrell from PW Torch. He's sending me the clip this weekend. Sean Rossap, I'm going to record one. Mike, you should record one. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell Hoon to record one, too. Um, I'm telling RSP to record one, so yeah, since he one. can't be there. So, sorry to call out RSP, but. I'll do, a, I'll, I'll do at least do something and then do a soundbite to you. I'll definitely do that. But, you know, April 4th, 2020, 2 to 3 p.m. But listen to the whole day. Yeah, because yeah. it's really a good day of music and music and memories and stories and stories that everyone kind of catching up. Catch, yeah, yeah. It's and this Monco Wrestling Express is really coming together as something special, and that's what I wanted it to be. And I came up with this idea at 12 p.m. today. And it's okay. already coming together. <laughs> Within nine hours, he's already got a stacked list of people who are already confirmed and say, yeah, let's, let's, uh, I'll, I'll contribute to it in some way. Within nine and a half hours, he's already got a stacked list. And I've list. contacted some pretty big names, too. Mm-hmm. And it's got some, yeah, it's got some big names. You heard I, have, some of I have aces up my sleeve. Mm-hmm. And they'll be announced on this very podcast if I get them. As the time draws near. Wink, to, wink, to, nudge, nudge. We're about a month and a half, so you think Decoos is going hard right now with all the names he just listed? I, I was talking crazy. to Beast Mike before this podcast. He knows what he's I got, was this, doing. This is stuff. This is stuff he's trying to drop. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say no names, but this is stuff he's trying to drop. That's big for this. So as time goes on, Decoos is gonna come out with that. Porter knows what I'm trying to do for this. Yes. So he's trying to go harder than even what he's doing right now. Think about this. He did all this in nine hours. He's got a month and a half left. Do even more before this happens. Think about that. Think about it. Think about it. And, and, if be, and the best part is I can get Beast Mike back. <laughs> I will at the very least uh, call in. I will try to show up there. If, if I'm not busy, I'll try to get back to Philly to show up and then. And say hi to the people. And even try to do one, one of my shows. Uh, try to do a sports lounge show for an hour. That, that would also be great. But we'll see if I have time. I'll add you to the group chat at least. In Philly. But yeah, I'll, I will de- I'll definitely try to get back to Philly. There's some open slots, so. I will definitely try. Need you. <laughs> so, let's start with Dynamite. Because. Okay. So you want to go in inverse order? I don't even want to cover SmackDown because SmackDown was disgusting. Was yeah, really SmackDown was SmackDown was kind of boring. Yeah, you, you're right. You, you honestly, the only thing you missed was that Bailey was that Carmella versus Naomi's happening, and the winner gets Bailey at Super Showdown. But uh, other than that, you really didn't miss anything. Honestly, the stark contrast between how NXT starts to how AEW starts. AEW starts in the ring with hot action. AEW came out swinging. And then, the and, and then the same monotonous promo in NXT, you know. We'll go back and forth with the Wednesday Night War because I'm passionate. Okay. So you want to – all right. So you, I guess you'll – Dekus, I think you should cover AEW. I'll cover NXT. Let's cover TakeOver actually first. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, before we do anything, 
Let's go takeover first. You're right. Let's do takeover first. I'm sorry. Okay, so takeover was actually good. Let, let's yeah. let's uh, let's get let's get that out of the way. Takeover was actually a good show. Uh, it started out hot with Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic. Love this match. As I mentioned many a time, this is easily my favorite rivalry in WWE, no matter the brand. I, I love when these two throw throw down and, and go hard with it. This kind of had a nice story to it of can you top this, but at the same time, how these two dudes were just throwing bombs at each other. It was just a matter of attrition and who was going to come, who's going to fall first. The answer was Dijakovic. Although, first off, that dive he did with that precision and an accuracy with Lee in the chair between the two tables, absolutely insane. Absolutely, absolutely insane. That powerbomb spot where Lee powerbomb that Dijakovic ate it was also dope. It was also crazy. But the match itself was awesome. I will probably go back and watch it after this Flyers game, but this is, it was an awesome match in general. Um, I think I gave it four and three quarters, but this is a really, really good match. I, I love this match. Lee obviously keeps the title uh, via the uh, Big Bang catastrophe. Next up, we got another dope match of Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox, the street fight. This was entertaining, but I think D. Coops and I, we, we both agreed on this as we, as we watched the shows live. We didn't love the ending. Neither of us did. Neither of us were a fan of the ending uh, with the interference. Uh, I, didn't, I don't know why. I wish that this was done. The interference was done in their TV match. And then Candice could get involved. And then you got, you got more of a, a story with a little bit more substance to it. But other than that, the match itself, I think, was very productive. It was not to... It was Kai who won the match. It was a solid match. It's just the ending, I wish, was just done better. I don't think she had to... Arigas had to get involved in the in the ending. At least only her. Kind of wish it was just done better there. Gargano Balor was kind of boring, which is disappointing because both guys are capable of so much more than that. The match itself was kind of boring. I, I just couldn't get. I really couldn't get into it like I wanted to. To tell the truth, on second yeah. watch it was better. Yeah, I, 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 I'll rewatch Takeover in its entirety. But like uh, just watching it, like one, uh, just watching it once, it, it didn't come off as well as I thought it should have. I think they ramped it up towards the end, which was good. Like the first half was, I think, dragged on too long, but the but the second half I think was good. So it's a solid match. If this is a one-off, I can live with it. Uh, Balor gets it done. With it's probably a one-off because of I would imagine it's a one-off. It looks like it's clear that uh, Gargano's doing something different. And Ballas probably going to do something different, as we'll see next week. Belair and Ripley was entertaining. I really did like this match. I enjoyed this from start to finish. Uh, I thought this was paced pretty smoothly. I think both women brought it and brought different stuff to the game. Uh, the ending, I think, was solid as well. With the modified Riptide, I thought it was a nice way to end it, as Bianca couldn't hit the KLD. Uh, Rhea retained, and then Charlotte makes her appearance, which we kind of knew was coming, and kind of speculated right before it happened. Uh, Charlotte appears and declares she's coming for Ripley and then attacks Bianca uh, right after the fact, after hitting Ripley with natural selection. So we got our, we got Charlotte versus Ripley. Charlotte becomes the first Rumble winner to challenge for an NXT title as opposed to a title in Raw or SmackDown. But this was well done, and I think this was this played off very smoothly. Plus, Bianca got, got, some, uh, got her clap back on NXT, which I thought was nice. The tag match was awesome. The tag team title match was incredibly entertaining and frenetically paced. Undisputed Era, O'Reilly and Fish, you could argue absolutely the best NXT team of all time. 
they've had a really yeah. good tag match match with the Bros Awaits. Incredible stuff there. Bros Awaits getting it done. What I guess the Bro to Sleep or the 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 Riddle End, I think they what they call it now. Either way, either way you want to call it, this is a really really good match. And the Bros Awaits get it done into the tag champions, which I think is perfectly fine. This screams undisputed era gets called up on WrestleMania weekend. All four of them. But I think this was highly entertaining from start to finish. Then we get to the title match, which I, I really enjoyed the story and the determination of both guys and how hard those, they were willing to go and how far they're willing to go to keep and or get back the NXT Championship. So I love that storyline. Gargano interfering at the end? Yes. Uh. I, I don't love it. I, I don't love that we could ever clearly run it back Gargano and Ciampa again. I, I don't love that. I would have been perfectly cool with Ciampa winning the title. I thought Cole would retain, but I would have been perfectly cool if Ciampa won the title, and this was another sign of Undisputed Era being called up after WrestleMania. I would have been perfectly cool if that was the case, but obviously Cole retains after after Gargano. It was bloated. It's it like Gargano's going to be heel now with Ciampa being face, so we'll see how this goes down. It also had diminishing returns. And that was NXT TakeOver Portland. It was dope. Uh, pretty much every match was very entertaining. It also had diminishing returns because too many big kickouts and some selling. I was, I kind of wish Dream and Roddy. Uh, can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. I said. It was kind of for a moment, but yeah, I, I can hear you. I said there were some yeah, diminishing returns. Because some matches, you think they they dragged on a little bit? You think they could have ended a little bit sooner yeah. each match, yeah, I guess? I, they could have shaved 10 minutes off this match. Probably. They're probably going to chalk the... Um, they probably going to cut time in a lot of different matches. I get it. You want to give everybody uh, time. I get that. And you want to like tell a story with every match. I understand that. So, yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. Well, no, no, it was a very good show, so I'm not, I'm not gonna like completely dumb on it. This is their first takeover of the decade. I think it was very good, so I'm not gonna hate on it. All right, so you, we wanna, do you wanna do um, do you wanna handle NXT and uh, AEW side Raw by side? Quick, because I'm bored. Raw was not good. That probably would be the proper route to go. Raw's not good. It sucks. Moving mm-hmm. on. Let's just say that. Okay. Yeah. Matt Hardy angle was good. That's it. No. no I didn't really get much out of... I didn't get much out of this Raw. I, I, I got little to nothing. Except for Randy Orton. Yeah, except for what... Except, Raw started hot. Raw was hot to, to start with. So I will, I will totally give it that. Uh, after the Randy Orton stuff, after what Orton did to Matt Hardy, eh, not much else. Not not much else that you could really go home with. They basically ended the show this week with the same event last week, minus Joe and minus Rollins. So that was one thing. And with the Street Profits kind of making the save at the very end after Rollins' interference. So you, you missed nothing there. The basal promo with Becky was good. That was perfectly fine. AJ kind of comparing himself to Legends, I thought was a nice touch. He's getting closer to, to WrestleMania season, and apparently the challenge that a, that has been laid down for AJ Styles. 
Uh, and the Undertaker that, really, really wrestled little to nothing with Raw. Uh, the women. Hmm? Can the Undertaker really wrestle at this point? Probably not, but I mean, if it's like Extreme Rules was last year, perfectly cool. But I, I, I don't know if he's got anything left. Meanwhile, the Flyers just won a game in overtime. Kevin Hayes, but uh, it's a yeah, I'd rather not see Taker throw down anymore. He's got nothing left to prove. I don't, I just don't think it's necessary. I was, I was perfectly cool. With, like, he didn't have to wrestle uh, last year at WrestleMania. And I was perfectly fine with it. He didn't. It wasn't necessary. Um, it, it's it's just not necessary to see him. Undertaker, I would rather he just get the, the Hall of Fame. Can we talk about the Fiend and Hulk Hogan real quick? <laughs> They're really <laughs> keeping that. Hulk the Fiend basically said, hey, you really want to really tease Fiend versus Hogan. They really teased Oh, that. wow. They really did tease Fiend versus Hogan. And that that would be bad for all parties involved. That would be so bad for all parties involved. At, at least Saudi Arabia. Quick. I'd, I'd much rather he wrestle Goldberg than Hogan, but at least Fiend would make it quick with, with, with Hogan. It, it, it would sound, it would look and sound as bad as we're, we're mockingly make it seem. It, it, it would look awful aesthetically. And, I, and I'm a Fiend guy, as y'all know. I'm a Fiend guy, but I, I don't, no, I don't want to see that. I, I don't want to see that. that. That would just be awful. So, basically, on Raw, the one thing that you missed was basically the first segment was Randy Orton and Matt Hardy. And then Baszler and Becky's uh, promo, I thought, was also very good. It, that had a whole lot of meaning. But other than that, honestly, you didn't really miss too much with Raw. So, that, that's what uh, that's really what happened there. The, the money stuff was on Wednesday with NXT and especially AEW. Yeah, because this tag team battle. As NXT returned from TakeOver and AEW. Full Seance felt like a pay-per-view event in Atlanta. It it felt like a pay-per-view event, what happened in Atlanta. Because that was was absolutely fire. Yeah, it did feel like fire. It was a spectacle in that cage match. Yes, it was. So how do you want to do this? You want to go segment for back segment? and forth, yeah. back and forth. Yeah, all right. Because all right. I have I'll, do an, I'll do NXT and you. I'll do NXT. You do AEW. So the number one contenders tag team battle row competing, competing are the Young Bucks, SCU, the Stronghearts, making and and rare appearance, the best friends, the Dark Order. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I totally heard that. Private party. The butcher. The blade. The bunny. The bunny wasn't actually in the match. Same um, with Orange Cassidy. Same with Orange Cassidy. I did not want to mention Orange Cassidy. Um, we'll get to the WrestleMania weekend preview. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean overview when we get to all that shit. Uh, Orange Cassidy's booked in. Santana and Ortiz, The Hybrid 2, and Jurassic Express. So, the rules of this time... And you can interject here, too. And I can interject Mm -hmm. the next day. Yeah, with NXT. So, both teammates have to 
be tossed for the team to be eliminated. And I like that better. That's good. No, I like this better than the, what WWE normally does, which is if one member's out, then you're both out. I, I'd rather be both. Provides more drama to the scenario. You can really kind of space everything out. And there was more flips in this battle royal. This was mm-hmm. this was just a fun battle royal. Um, they told the story of Mac getting isolated. Um, Matt Jackson, yeah. Yeah, Matt Jackson after Nick got eliminated. Um, they told a good story of Butcher, uh, Butcher and Blade versus Lucha versus uh, Jurassic Express. Yes. Uh, I like going to keep that going. And then it was left to Santana and Ortiz and Matt Jackson. You like my dramatic voice? <laughs> I like the, you're, you're painting a good picture. You're, you're, you're very much painting a good picture. Matt fights for his life. Adam Page is giving people tips, like on being the elite. He doesn't give Santana and Ortiz these tips to go for Matt Jackson's balls. Um, super kick, Matt avoids elimination, and super kicks Ortiz. Not to mention that super kick that he gave Sammy Guevara as he tried to interfere. Ooh, yeah, that Guevara super kick. Was, was out. That was one of the best super kicks of all time. You are not kidding. Guevara had no choice but to eat that foot. And then Santana, he eliminates Santana for the win. This was a really good and fun battle royal. They told several stories. Mm-hmm. You go to NXT. Can you do this? Yeah, I got, I got NXT. So, Undisputed Era kicks off NXT, and basically, they really out of goal, uh, cut a promo saying, I told you so. He retains over Ciampa. He made no mention whatsoever to Johnny Gargano's interference, as you would probably expect. And just one look at Roddy Strong is about to talk about his match with Velveteen Dream. Okay. Velveteen Dream appears on TV to continue to troll Roddy and kind of goat Roddy into saying, okay, let's have this one-on-one without your boys. Roddy later accepted. Well, we'll, we'll we can even skip by that part. But uh, really, it was just a promo segment to start the show. So And then they have to show nuclear hot. Let me, let, it wasn't nuclear hot. It was nuclear cold. No, I was about to say, AW was started off nuclear hot and NXT started off ice cold. And then they had to show the entrances of Jordan Devlin and, and Leo Rush. And they had to show the bell ring and, and then go to fucking commercial. That was bad. Fucking annoyed the fucking shit out of me. That was bad. I mean, I think, I mean, they did double boxing at some point during the match, during a commercial break. And the match itself was good, but yeah. It that took was me bad. out of the match. It, it's, I can't it's give way- it a rating at that point. And. Mm. It, I can give AEW shit a rating. That, that, first, that, first, that first part, I guess, yeah. I, I can understand that. It just took all the, the life out of the, out of it for you. I get that. All WWE fans pop for is the entrances and the finishes. For the most part. Unless there's something spectacular in the match itself. Yeah. Chris Statlander versus Chana. This was unspectacular. Um, right. Except for Burt Baker on commentary. And she brought some coffee. I love <laughs> Baker. And they made somebody show the Starbucks logo. Somebody better be getting sponsored by Starbucks. He, he better be getting some check. He better get some checks coming from Starbucks after all this. And then Nyla Rose arrives, and Tony um, 
interviews her. Um, mm-hmm. And this was a good back and forth. I like this. And I like that. And we're, and we're introducing new women in, into this game. Where, where um, Big Swole. Big Swole, right? Big Swole came out. And Santana, I think, uh, she came. She stayed out there after her match. I, I like that. I like that we're, we're introducing new women involved, not just Rio and Britt. So we're, we're putting more women on game on this. I like it. That was that was smart. I was smart. John Mox. Oh, your turn. Nah, nah, I'll, I'll go back to full sale. Back to full sale. The kind of tie a bow on the Devil versus Leo Rush match. The match itself was good. Rather the how they handled the breaks aside, the match itself was actually good. I like that they kind of the Leo Rush kind of showed off some new more of a ground based game as a to combine with this aerial game. I did enjoy that, but ultimately Devlin was just a little bit too strong, and the Irish Ace was able to finish the deal with a headbutt and Devlin's side to get the pin. So Jordan Devlin retains the uh, NXT Cruiserweight Championship and keeps the title effectively on NXT UK. Uh, at, right after this, uh, I'll just breeze through this really quickly. Austin Theory was about to have a match. Tommaso Ciampa came out and interrupted him, warned Austin Theory that you should not, you should just leave the ring now. You don't want no wars. Austin Theory, unfortunately, his youth got the best of him, and he decided to want, and Tampa basically tore him apart, literally tossing him from bar- one barricade to the I other. I cannot, I can I fast forward to, through Tommaso Ciampa's segments. Ciampa was incredibly pissed. So, basically, Ciampa wants more heat, obviously. No, specifically, but... Tommaso Ciampa promos. Mm, okay. He is better as a heel. He's much better as a heel when it comes to this promo work. He's cringeworthy as a face. You get you get that eerie sense of he's dead serious about what he's about to do. He, he's just better as a heel. All right, what what happened? Let's take it back to Atlanta. What happened back in the A? John Moxley versus Jeff Cobb. The real stars are here. <laughs> this was a good match. Um. Um. This was just a good David versus Goliath match, and they worked on over each other. They played I the like the. I like the kind of taste that Jeff Cobb brought to the game. Uh, the brought to AEW. The kind of like the sampling that you get of Jeff Cobb. I like it. And Taz on the commentary with it, too. I thought it was also a nice touch. First match. Inner Circle attacked until Dustin arrives. Um, numbers get to him. Lights out. Darby Allen arrives and went wild with a skateboard. And to, as Mox and Jericho come face to face, they brawl. And every match of this pay-per-view show is fucking ice. Not ice, um, hot fire. It, it, it's, and you know what happened? The other part about the Darby Allen comeback, the crowd was hot for Darby. The crowd, like the crowd, popped nicely for Dustin as he came back to Jake Hager, but Darby's return got a mega pop. Like I, I'm glad Taz uh, brought that out. I, I'm gonna spot fifty dollars for this pay per view. This pay per view looks like it's gonna be absolute fire. This it, it, pay per view looks from start to finish. Okay, the real question is, can this challenge either night of Russell Kingdom a show of the year? Yes. So far, the, the, so far, those are the two benchmarks. I'd say night two over one, but those are the two benchmarks for show of the year. And, I, yeah, I can agree that this has a real shot. Not of, as, like, match quality, but for storytelling, yes. Yeah. For, for story, yeah, because you, you got a story in Cody and, and, and MJF, and you got another one with uh with the Elite. Well, we'll get, we'll get to... Uh, their situation in the moment, but yeah, we, we, you got you got a whole lot of stories in play here. That's absolutely true, especially with Cody and MJF, which is probably the match I'm most looking forward to right now. 
Uh, let's see. Taking it back to full sale. We got a solid match here. Joking Wild and Roland Mendoza uh, teamed up against the GYVs. As it's clear, the GYVs are starting to establish themselves over on NXT as opposed to UK. GYVs were a well-oiled machine, but I think this match was a little bit too... I th- it just didn't hit the right note for me. But ultimately, GYVs win with a ticket to, Ra- ticket to Mayhem. And, and it's clear they're coming after done. They're coming after the Bros Ways. I was, I was just... I was just entertained by Gibson's promo. Gibson's promo was good. Gibson is very good on the microphone. He absolutely is very good on the mic, no doubt. Speaking of the bros awaits, they celebrated well with the crowd and with the people. Uh, I do. And then Matt's joke. Matt's joke. Riddle, Riddle's hilarious. Riddle is great on the microphone. Party too hard, so he failed a wellness test. <laughs> Riddle is hilarious on a microphone. He is absolutely gold. He's on the short list of, of best mic work of this year. Him and Britt Baker, and there's probably a couple others, but especially those two are on the well, short list. But if he ever goes on the main roster, Vince is going to neuter that shit. And yeah, you, you're not lying. Yeah, you, you're, you're not kidding. I, I kind of want him to stay on NXT. He just fits better. He fits better with, the, with that flow and the laid-back style of NXT. He just fits better. <laughs> Can we can we make an aside for a second? Um, Baron Corbin saying Dave Meltzer's a cancer. <laughs> I did see that. Paul I did see that. Baron Corbin just because you don't like Dave Meltzer. I mean, I know I know people got beef with Meltzer. I know Meltzer is not for everybody's taste. But yeah, that's a bit too much, Baron. Come on now, that's that's a bit too much. Baron, just shut the fuck up. You know he won't, but yeah, he probably should. Uh, speaking of the Bros Awaits, good match for Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan. I kind of wish Burch and Lorcan were, were NXT UK full-time, but I get why you, you, they do stuff on NXT. Uh, ultimately, Bros Awaits get it done and handle business there. Uh, now just, to the just, superior oh, tag match. Holy fuck. Woo! This match was fire. This was fire! This was Ooh, a hot This tag. match was absolute fire. So, NXT, so AEW tag team title match. We got Lucha Bros versus Hangman and Kenny. Man, where do you want to begin with this match? I'm not even going to do a run now. But... <laughs> this match was absolutely insane. This match was... I, I, I for sure thought that the Lucha Bros were done after the... Night, uh, the um, Tiger Driver 98. I legit thought they were done after that. You know, there are moments where Lucha Tiger Bros Driver 98 would would finish off anybody. Yeah, I, I'm amazed that he kicked out of that. And there's the, the spot where Hangman caught Kenny, which was uh, I thought that was uh, no, actually Kenny caught um, Hangman uh, the, uh, with a clothesline. That was uh, that was big, and that was crazy. All the spots that they were doing during the match, like all four guys. It's just going absolute ham in, in there. Phoenix, Phoenix is the best fucking rat. One of the best that fucking a, wrestlers that, that, in that, the world. That walk on the tightrope to Hurricane Ronda to the outside was absolutely nuts. You watch Phoenix sometimes, and he does things so effortlessly, and you're like... He, he, he didn't even struggle walking the ropes on that. There was no struggle you're like, that. I wish he wrestled more singles matches. <laughs> really? 
Like, seriously, he could make a run. Like, he, he could make a singles run. If AEW came out with a second title, and I really hope they do, he, he could he could make a serious run. 15 he, minutes he, and 25 he, seconds of pure bliss. No, this, this, was, this was totally awesome. And, like, I, I, this was not overdone. Everything made sense. And then, the effectively, the finish was absolutely great. Uh, I really enjoyed that as well. Completely great and obviously sets up the story of the Bucks versus Hangman and Kenny for the tag titles at Revolution. So it, it was set up, I think, perfectly done, well done on all parties. Loved it. Loved it. Taking it back to NXT, Keith Lee cuts a promo. Kona Reeves decided to interrupt it. That match was shorter than the sentence I just said. Ten seconds. <laughs> like I said, the, the sentence I just I, said in this match up literally was longer than the match itself. Back to catering <laughs> for you, Connor. <laughs> yeah, and then um, Dajakovic wants more heat with Keith Lee. I'm okay with this. And Keith Lee basically said, if Regal agrees to it, we can run it back. So let, let's do more. Let's. I'm cool with that. Chelsea Green had a on prettier that wasn't very pretty. No, it, it was it was it was. He tried up. to call it the prettier, but it really wasn't. It, it was it was really kind of like a neckbreaker gone wrong. Although the really the whole point of the whole what made this match pop was obviously Bianca's promo, which I thought was awesome. Uh, I thought it was pretty. I thought it was good. I love that she's trying to jump into this whole thing with Charlotte and Rhea. I'm perfectly okay with it. If it becomes a triple threat, let's do it. Let's make it hot. I think that would be a great triple threat. Plus, Bianca versus Charlotte would, would also be awesome. So, I want let, let's do more of this. Bianca wants more wants heat with Charlotte. I'm here for this. Let, let's see it. I'd love to see Bianca invade Raw and attack Charlotte. That'd be perfectly cool. But the, the match the match itself with uh, with Chelsea Green and Rock, and uh, Kaden Carter is not that great. It, it sucked. Was pretty, it was pretty bad. It was pretty terrible. Yeah. Um, I'd save Cody versus Wardlow last. Yeah, let's do that last. Right, exactly. So the main event was Velveteen and Roddy, and honestly, gentlemen's three. It was a little, it was clunky. Velveteen Green was, uh, was off. Yeah, he was. He, he he was clearly very rusty. Normally, Velveteen Dream is really good, but he was he was pretty rusty. They threw some phys- they threw some shots. Uh, there, there was some solid punches that, that connected. Did I tell you that there's a Velveteen Dream Orange Cassidy match. That exists. In evolve. Ooh, I kind of want to see that now. I'm, I'm going to watch that later. But uh, but the Velveteen, I think is, I think I'll he's clearly rusty. Uh, I'm, I'm going to watch that match later. I'm definitely going to watch that later. But um, I think it's he was rusty. Amalgamation. Oh, nice. Of and, characters. And, uh, it 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 sure does exist. It doesn't flow like it would right now. Is what you're saying? It 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 does. It, 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 it mm-hmm. there's a reason why it was booked. Okay. Green versus orange. But while he's doing that, Velveteen was, the, yes, yeah, so the match was strong, very physical. I did like the physicality involved, but it was clear that Velveteen was just not the normal crisp stuff that he is. So I think that kind of weighed it down a bit. The stuff afterward made sense. Velveteen wins the match with the DVD, but ultimately it was an undisputed error. It got the last laugh. 
with uh, Fish and O'Reilly doing their move and then doing a high-low. And then you got Roddy Strong doing the end of Harding to, end, to close the show. It seems like Velveteen Dream is going to do something that would take over against somebody from UE. I'm hoping it's Cole. But that's how NXT was. Kind of dry, quite honestly. Except for the, and Finn Balor cut a promo saying he's coming after somebody next week. But, uh, but really, NXT was kind of dry. AEW was not. No, let me search for this Velveteen Dream Orange Cassidy match. I spell Velveteen wrong. Wrestling. Velveteen Dream with some savagery with his tweet. <laughs> Velveteen Dream with a savage tweet. So Velveteen Dream claims, don't tell Roddy, but Marina, as Marina Shafir, Roddy's wife, uh, gifted me these lace gloves made from her panties as good luck heading into Wednesday. Safe to say Lady Luck is on my side, and your wife Marina's on the other. Wing. I win, I won. Poof. Be gone. Velveteen Dream with some frontline savagery. Uh, as he continues to troll Roddy Strong extra hard on this, uh, with this promo. <clears throat> with, with, it, with all the stuff he's doing. So, that, that was... Oh, I found NXT it. I found it. I found it. That was NXT this week. Not much really, I would say, great. Some good, but not really great. And we got a uh, we got a main event in Atlanta, the cage match that I think everybody was was uh, was waiting for for ever since MJF put all the steps together with Cody, and it was going to be the battle of Wardlow versus Cody in the cage in the A. Yes, and Cody juiced. Cody fucking bladed. Mm-hmm. Wardlow was okay. Yeah, good needs, more, needs more time. Wardlow's got promise. He does he's have promise. promise. He has a fire about him. I think with more time, Wardlow could really come into his own. I think just, just give him more matches. I think it'll, it'll come into his own and he'll be very good. They've been keeping him in the wings for a while. Right. So. It seems like it. He seems like a pet project for them. Yes. He seems like a guy within a year. I think, to me, he is... He could be what Braun Strowman... Remember Braun Strowman in 2016? And, 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 and how... Were Yeah, how, how he basically was, was their pet project? Yeah, Wardlow. But... But... Wardlow already has a three-and-a-half-star match in his... In his um, pocket with Cody, he does. Yeah, he does. He does have a a, a big time main event with Cody on his on his resume. That's true. Braun did not have that in his rookie year or in, in, as in 2016. And then Braun eventually became God mode in 2017. But yeah, he, he didn't. He wasn't. It, they they kind of slow played him along until the Roman Reigns stuff. I think Wardlow's got that kind of flow to him. I think with more time in about a year, I could see Wardlow being a monster. And being like one of the top dudes on the show on AEW, I can totally see that. 
There are some. Oh, but Cody got through all three of the stamps, except for obviously he's got to last this week without punching MJF, which I'm sure he will. And then and then he's good to go. And then we get the match with MJF and Cody on the 29th. Which is, so AEW was fire this week, absolute fire, um, tremendous stuff all around. Yep. But next week we got the Iron Man with Pac and Omega. Yes. We got uh, Jurassic Express versus Butcher and Blade. We got what else? What else? What else? We Let got. Me see it real that's quick. Major stuff. But I know those those are the major two things they were promoting and talking about. Next week on AE. Let me do it. Those are the only two things. Yeah, it was it. Yeah. As, as probably a home. really passionate, probably a really passionate Cody. Oh, this I, I'm, I'm expecting this promo video to be amazing for Cody and MJF. This, this promo video is gonna be should be dope. It needs to be dope with some really dramatic music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna have some good storytelling for that one. So our social suplex boys are gonna be in Tampa. Okay. They live in Tampa. Oh, so there's a good chance they're going to go to TakeOver, uh, TakeOver Tampa Bay. They live. A mania. Nice. So it oh, starts Tuesday mm-hmm. at 6 p.m. at the Italian Club of Tampa with Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling. Get your tickets. Then, not... Game Changer Wrestling, but Generation Championship Wrestling has a card at the Italian Club, not the Cuban Club. Mm-hmm. Because the uh, because the Game Changers, the collective's running at the Cuban Club. You can see how it's confusing, right? Okay. Yeah, I can see it. I can totally see that. It's sort of shady, isn't it? They're going to have to promote Yeah, They're going to have to promote that and kind of handle that before everyone gets down there to Tampa so they can make sure everyone gets the proper show. But they're only running Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, the fake GCW. Mm. They're just hoping to confuse fans who get down early. But on this show, it's Cortez Castro versus Damian Angel. Mecha Wolf versus 450 versus Tajiri. Sir Rios Badu. Mecha Wolf 450. So Mecha Wolf 450 is doing double duty. Alex mm-hmm. Riley and Sir Pentico. Alex Riley's still doing stuff. Tajiri's still doing stuff. Um, Trisha Dora, Skywar Moore, and Viva Vaughn. And Tamatanga and Tango Lower appearing live. I'm not going to read all these. I'm just going to read notable matches now because there's a lot of shit. I, I, I believe it. Punk Rock Pro Wrestling, Dirty Little Secret to Elevate Pro Wrestling. Um, Start time 10 p.m. at the Italian Club of Tampa. Then Wednesday, April 1st, J-Lex takes back the power. And then Punk Pro Wrestling's been running a number of shows. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk Pro 2020. Aaron Epic versus Daniel Makabe is an interesting match. Mm, okay. 
Generation Championship Wrestling is running another show at 8 p.m. Chuckles the Clown King versus Eric Cannon's a match, apparently. At this generation. Platinum Pro Wrestling, Lucha Mania 4. There's no Lucha Town on this show. Hmm. So Thursday, April 2nd. Free general admission for this show. It's at the courtyard of the Cuban Club. At 11 a.m. It's GCW's. So this is not the fake GCW. This is the real GCW. Game Changer Wrestling. Jimmy Lloyd's G- D-Generation F. <laughs> You're going to see a lot of these shows. It's okay. It's some wrestlers... Irony show. And you're going to get my opinion on it in a little bit. Blake Christian versus Jordan Onward, which is going to be a really good match. Um, That's going to be a really good match. Um, I would go see that for free. Um, Because that match is going to be good. Two young, hungry, independent wrestlers. Announced talent, Carlos Romo. Benjamin Carter, Blake Christian, Jordan Oliver, who are in the match, Myron Reed, Ace Austin, Byron Pillman Jr., Flip Bros, Atticus Carger, Cougar, Starboy Charlie, Matt Dementris. So, Wolf Night Out at 12.15 a.m., the Nightmare Before Mania at the Italian Club of Tampa. Good name. So this is at Thursday, April second. So, so this is at night. This is actually happening Wednesday night into Thursday morning. Uh, okay. Like so that. it's live. It's at the Italian Club. Live bands, burlesque performances, Lucha Libre, and Vikings. I'm not shitting you. <laughs> it says Vikings. Craven, Bastia, Say, 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 Mecha Wolf, and Viva Vaughn. Accelerate Stage 1, Russell Expo, aka WWN. Brian Glazer, JCC. Um, that's the Russell Expo, the Re- World Wrestling Network Evolve. Evolve, you know, that promo- promotion group. Mm, okay. They have a big WrestleMania weekend, so. I, I figured, yeah, I figured Evolve would, uh, would, would put their two cents in. Murder Mania Night 2. I didn't know they had a Night 1. I was, yeah, this is the first I've heard of Murder Mania 2. Um, Southern Nights, 7th Avenue, Tampa, Florida. Um, no ring, no rules. Apparently. Hmm. At the Cuban Club, 3 p.m. Cuban Club's getting a whole lot of business on this. This is where the collective is. So, uh, uh, the IWTV event. Events are there. So, they're streaming live and stuff like that. So, 
you're going to see a whole lot of irony. Mm. But this is where all the Texas in this is the Texas indie shows. Show Tom Waller, Ricky Starks, Alley Cat, Ruben Steele, um, and a bunch of other names. 3 p.m. at the Ritz. This is where the WrestleCon is. The WrestleCon shows will be. Yarbor City, 7th Avenue, Tampa. Announced, 10 New Japan Pro Wrestling Line Break 3. Yes, New Japan is doing their show. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Hiroshi Tanahashi. Ren Narita. Carl Fredericks, Alex Coughlin, Clark Connors. This is like a small show, so. Okay. Zack Sabre Jr., El Desperado. Accelerate, stage two. We don't know the details because WWN doesn't really release details. Um, Prestige Wrestling, 5 p.m. at Southern Nights. Oh, God. Have you ever seen Dan Housen's gimmick? Before? I can't say that I have. I'm going to send you his Twitter. How bad could it possibly be? Very evil wrestling human. Very it, evil wrestling human, okay. Mary DeLulu. Book Dan, that Danhausen. It's like mm. the Simpsons character Danhausen. Okay. Yeah, and for for those who don't know, I am a Simpsons guy, so I, I can I can. All right, yeah, now I understand it. Yeah, <clears throat> I understand Dan Housen from The Simpsons, definitely. Yes, yeah, so somebody took a character from The Simpsons. They so it's too young. Wow, that, that definitely is his, his Twitter is uh, his Twitter picture too. I know. Andrew Ever versus Alex Zane. Effie Warhorse. You want to see the Warhorse? I'm going to send you his Twitter too. Because the Warhorse is great, man. He has a great Twitter. He has a great Twitter. I'm, I'm just sending you a bunch of irony wrestlers now. Effie, the gay wrestler. Mm-hmm. We'll get to him later because he has a big gay brunch coming up. Preview later. Um, Sonico, Mance Warner. He has a show coming up too. Jake something, Ziggy Dice. Does Ziggy Dice have a show? Full throttle pro wrestling, Tampa Bay Mania beer run. Three daughters brewing, get tickets. And then the biggest conflict of Mania weekend. It's Friday night. Okay. It's Thursday night, actually. Mm. Because Thursday, April 2nd, has Bloodsport versus the, the WrestleCon Super Show. At the Cuban Club, we're at the Reds. Um, because 
Because on one hand, Bloodsport has John Moxley versus Josh Barnett. Okay. And Minoru Suzuki versus Chris Dickinson. Also announced Jeff Cobb, Davey Boyd Smith Jr., Kel Cowley, J.R. Kratos, Eric Hammer, and Allison Kay. Um, um, they have Max Brados announced this show. Max Brados and um, from ESPN. Nice. And um, um, Ken Shamrock announce it. Um, yeah, this show is serious. It's at the Cuban Club. Hmm. The only announced match for WrestleCon Super Show is Shingo versus Bandito. But, the, and Nick this is defending the NWA world title. But announced talent. Will Ospreay, Alex Zane, Jordan Oliver, Blake Christian, Zack Sabre Jr., Black Taurus, Amazing Red. So they they come out with a great show every year. So It sounds sound like this is going to be a good show. And also you have Progress, if you want to go to Progress. I, okay. I want to go to Progress. No Peace Underground at 11 p.m. at the Catalina, the Cuban Club. Alley Cat's going to be there. Uncanny Attractions, Drags and Dropkicks, Volume 4. So we have Still Life. I'm going to renounce this whole card because this is hilarious. Still Life with Apricots and Pears versus Sugar Dunkington. Shasta McKenzie, Danhausen, and... RJ Witt City versus Candy Lee, Sue Yang, Sue Young, and Zoe Lucas. Effie versus Sunny Kiss. That match had to get bulked. Hmm. Um, Ronnie Nicole versus Danny Moe, Billy Dixon, De- Devin, Devin Monroe. I thought he said Devin Moore. I was like, why would Devin Moore get booked on a show like this? And MV Young versus Funny Bone. WWN Super Show is not at the 8 o'clock hour. It's at the 11.55 hour. Mm. Yarber After Dark. And ICW New York No Holds Barred 3. Because for some reason, ICW New York thought they could run a show this year. So it's no <laughs> submissions, no holds barred, no rules. Tessa Blanchard versus Amazing Red. This match is going to be good. Chris Dickinson Masashi Takeda. Nick Gage versus Loki. That should be fucking good. And S.A. Rios versus Tony Deppin. S.A. Rios still getting it in. All right. And then A.I.W. Thunder in Paradise. So Matthew Justice versus Joshua Bishop. Ice Train Swoggle. The Philly Marino experience. Friday, April 3rd. For the culture. This is actually going to be a good show at the Cuban Club. It's actually a unique show, too, because it's, like, African-American wrestlers. Mm, okay. So, announced for this show is Two Cold Scorpio, Flip Bro, Shook D, um, 
Desmond Xavier, Trey Miguel, Myron Reed, Christian Casanova, Jason Cade, like a bunch of black wrestlers, including Crime Time. Yeah, I'm not, I've been noticing Crime Times, especially JTG, has been all like flooding all over Twitter and Instagram with various things that he's up to. So, and then at 11 a.m. at the Ritz is Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling with DDT. And the only announced match for that is Konosuke Takashita with Yuki Ino. Yuki Unano. And they have a bunch of announced talent for that. I'm not going to announce their name. I mess up DDT names easily. Evolve 149. Pizza Party Pro Wrestling. Okay. Birthday bash at the Human Club. 3 p.m. KTB versus Cape Man Ugg and a bunch of other matches. Super Crazy is going to be there. Tony Devin versus Eric Stevens. At the pizza party wrestling. Hopefully there's pizza there. That would defeat the point. It'd be disappointing if there weren't. It's false advertising. So. Ethan Page's body guy extravaganza at the Ritz. Irony wrestling. Um, so. Brian Cage versus Scott Steiner. Your reaction. Scott Steiner still, Scott Steiner's still doing stuff. But I'm going to read you the stipulation. Three stages of hell. Okay. I'm going to read you the stages. All right. Stage one, live debate. <laughs> oh, I'm just imagining what Steiner. It's going to set. Honestly, I kind of don't want Steiner to prepare a speech. I'd rather just start to wing it. Uh, thinking of these He's going to wing. Stage two, pose off. All right, Steiner will lose. The, I think Steiner easily loses stage one, but he'll definitely win stage two. Stage three match with special uh, guest Rodney. Okay, that's Second funny. That's... Desmond Xavier, Trey McAlver, the body housing, warrior horse, and juice monkey. Um... And then we actually have a shoot fight between Jordan Grace and John Silver. <laughs> oh, my God. We actually have some serious matches. And, and then we got Brian Cage versus Scott Steiner in a three stages of hell match. This, this, this promo right here. This, this, this WrestleMania right weekend is the greatest. This is going to be wild. This this whole thing right here. Uh, Impact Wrestling. Wild. TNA, there's no place like home. They're going back to the TNA roost. Mr. Anderson, D'Lo Brown, Chris Saban, Chris Harris. Scott Steiner is going to be there. Amazing Red, P.D. Williams. At least Phoenix is not Russ. And then Spring Break. Mm. It's coming back. The Clusterfuck's coming back. Will Osprey. Mm-hmm. Alex Shelley versus Tony Devin. And the irony match of all irony matches. You want to take a guess of the two participants? Uh, I'd rather just hear it because it, it somehow it's, it's a New point. Japan wrestler and an AEW wrestler. A New Japan dude and an AEW guy. The, 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 the straight think of the most movie. serious New Japan dude and think of the most lackadaisical AEW dude. The most serious one I can think of is, is Ishii. 
Think of the most sadistic New Japan dude. Oh, sadistic dude. Okay. Um. Ah, most sadistic. He weeds his own stable. He probably leaves most in Gobernables to help on? No. No, I'm thinking. It's a goon. Uh, thinking evil? Goon. Suzuki. Oh, a, goon. a Suzuki goon. Minoru. Minoru Suzuki. Hmm. And then lackadaisical AEW. We talked about him earlier. Orange Cassidy? Yup! That's the match! <laughs> okay, that should actually be pretty funny. That should actually be pretty good. The okay. irony matches the wall irony matches. It's over Orange after Cass- this weekend. Because. Wow. Because. Such. Brilliant marketing by Janella. That is actually well done. I'm not even going to hate on that. Well well done, Joey Janella. So, Marcus Crange, Bondage, a go-go. Tom Waller versus Epi. Paro versus Jamie Senegal. Ziggy Dice, Eddie Only versus Death Dales. Sexy Eddie and Cor- Corey Dice. Live BDSM performances. Burlesque. I mean, it's Florida. So, so, it's Florida, so that kind of stuff is like that. That that doesn't phase me too much. They're actually doing it during a wrestling show. That is wild. No ring death matches and music. At eleven fifty nine, you probably have to be eighteen to ten. But uh, sure, because the BDSM stuff. Sure. <clears throat> It's not like you're a kid walking in on that shit. Smackdown Live. Kaiju Big Battle. Have you ever Mm -hmm. seen Kaiju Big Battle? I have not. I'm going to send you a YouTube clip. Because what? We got the Hall of Fame on Thursday for WWE. And then Smackdown Friday, TakeOver Saturday, WrestleMania Sunday, and then Raw on Monday. Was kind of like that opens up the new year effectively for WWE. So it's kind of how the. So even then, you got some wild stuff happening there. So. All right. So here's the sizzle roll. You're going to be amazed. And notable wrestlers have appeared in Kaiju Big Battle, like Kota Ibushi. Mm. And wrestling in the costumes. Watch the sizzle roll right now, and I want your immediate reaction. I'm, I'm, watch, I'm, I'm firing it up right now. <laughs> All right, so while this is happening, and that's a big-time WrestleMania weekend that you just described, we got the biggest heavyweight fight in the last few years since the first time these two, bat- these two dudes battled <laughs> in 20, the end of 2018. Wilder Fury 2. The first one was a draw, and it was an incredible fight. Ultimately, uh, I thought Wilder was going to win the fight. It looked like Wilder should have won the fight. But or Fury won. But, but Fury got Fury survived to the end and, and worked out a draw. They've already had uh, one of the uh, boxing promoters actually ban uh, Wilder Fury after the confrontation a couple of days ago. Um, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, NCS, um, NSAC banned Wilder Fury. Uh, a face-off after the weigh-in. They had a face-off, and there was a whole lot of drama that happened. 
No uh, shit. <laughs> it's, it's obvious that Wilder and Fury respect each other, but they both have unfinished business against each other. They don't like other. each other. These are the two. Yeah, it, it, that's pretty established. These two, and I think Anthony Joshua was third. These are your three. These are your three heavyweights. These are legitimately your three heavyweights right now in the game right now. Who you got? How many rounds? Is it a knockout? Wilder, tenth round knockout. Mm. I think this goes twelve again. But I, I agree. Wilder finishes him with the right hand. I, Wilder, Wilder would have had him in the Wilder had him in the twelfth round in the last fight. Well, somehow Fury got up. Uh, I, I think this goes twelve again, and Wilder knocks him out. Your thoughts on Kaiju Big Battle? I would tell you if it actually loaded up. It did not. The video so far is unavailable. Oh, let me YouTube it again. Moving on. Uh, how do you spell the Kaiser part? K I S E R. K I K I K A I J U Big B A T T E L Wrestling. And then there are going to be two videos. Okay, so let's see. Like um, Bodega Boys versus Dirty Birds type of type of dude, or is there something different? Yeah, yeah. There's stuff like that. Yeah, there are matches. Okay. Okay, yeah, I, I see. All right, so I have this. I'm clicked onto a sizzle reel, to kind of give me a little bit of like a glimpse of what's gonna happen here. Uh, let's, let's see what's happening. So there's something with Doctor Cube. <laughs> These costumes, though. Yeah, they they spare no expense. <laughs> Drew Gulak has the wrestling itself. The, the wrestling itself actually doesn't look all that bad. The costumes are hilarious. Yes. Ah, someone's getting pecked by a chicken. There's a cheeseburger, dude. This, this is a big phenomenon. WrestleMania weekend. This is, this is People pay money. Yeah, Captain America looking ball. Somebody doing a ton of pizza. Well, there was a ton of pizzas. Somebody got slammed onto a ton of pizzas. Okay, this is actually legitimately funny. <laughs> so I dropped up with a blooming onion. I respect that because I'm a fan of blooming onions. Uh, that is just I don't follow the stories, but 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 they do. I'm not sure, stuff I'm not sure you really need a story to this. I think it's it's just to just but watch they do it have let it do what it does. Kaiju Big Battle. It's a performance by the New York City-based performance entertainment group Studio. Kaiju. It's like a so, three. But wrestlers have performed. I'm about Certainly. to watch a match of uh, Dusto Bunny versus Goldie Man from last April 4th. Yes. That's the first match I got. That's from WrestleMania NBA. weekend. Yeah, from last year's WrestleMania weekend. Right, right. They were in New York for the, they were in, I think in New York. They probably were in New York City for this. Clearly the, uh, the crowd the crowd's nice for it. The crowd's just like what's happening here. Kota Ibushi uh, won. Ka- like Kota Ibushi Kota Ibushi loves Kaiju Big Battle. Cause it's it seems like it's just fun. It doesn't seem like it's trying to be He loves serious. the wacky it's shit. Really fun. 
Because Cody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it seems like this is a like this thing just for fun. Like, it's not even like a. It's not trying to be serious. It's not trying to be anything else. It's not trying to be like crazy. And they're well trained too. Yeah, I can see that. So Black Label Pro. Let's get back to WrestleMania weekend. It's and it's at midnight too. Eleven fifty-five. Let's see how much tickets are to this. I wanted it in a different tab, but let me see how much. For thirty dollars, you can't go wrong. Hmm. Sixers and Nets were tied at one hundred three. Sixteen point two left. Nick Gage versus Stephen Bonner for Black Label Pro at the Cuban Club. Jeff Cobb versus Jake something. Haku versus Tom Lawler. That should be a hoot. Actually, should be pretty good. Violence is forever. Kevin Koo and Dominic Garini versus Willer Hirsch and Jordan Gray. Saturday, you have two places where you can have breakfast and watch wrestling. You have the Big Gay Brunch of Effie. Big Gay Brunch. You have Effie himself. And you have the Bi Curious Battle Royal. And now sound. Razor Ramon, Hard Gag, Cassandro, Cranberry, Ariane Andrew, Alley Cat, Sunny Kiss, Diamante, Kiara Hogan, Candy Lee, Shave. First of Bunny's dancing on another bike to dust by Queen. It's actually hilarious. Still Life with Apricots and Pears? That's a name for a wrestler? I couldn't believe that. That that's yeah, that does sound a little different. It's a little different, but but who am I to say? And then the wrestling revolver, pancakes and pile drivers. Mm-hmm. Eleven AM, the Ritz. We have Sammy Callahan and Simon Miller in a What Culture Death match. And Shingo Takagi versus Shan- Chris Dickinson. We have Evolve 150. We have Pop-Up Wrestling, The Nightmare Before Mania. We also have Fest Wrestling, Metalcade, and Justice for Brawl. A metal and wrestling festival. We have, we have some pretty big bands playing here. Municipal Waste. Okay. Obituary. Exhorted, Bloodlet, Nasty Savage. Municipal Waste is actually a pretty big band, so. Mm. So, so, Dahousen, Warhorse, Darren Corbin, a bunch of wrestlers are doing this. Nice. Corey Pro, this is Mike Helgen's promotion. That's a bunch of matches announced. Why is the bunnies? Gear so dusty. And and then Mike Elgin's wrestling across the street at Russ uh, at WrestleCon World Ride. That's funny. So he's doing both. So he's doing both shows that day. He's doing both shows, yeah. Nice. At three PM. They're at the same time. Good job, Big Mike. So Barbaro Cafanario versus Caveman Ugg. A match that had to happen. Mm-hmm. It's happening at WrestleCon Worldwide. 
Arez versus Car- Carlos Rama. Michael Elgin versus Black Taros. WXW 16 Carat Revenge. XC Takeover. And then we have the Penis Party. <laughs> we have Chris Brooks and Maki Ito versus Mayu Yamashita and Konosuke Takashita. That should be actually pretty good. Danhausen versus Priscilla Kelly. Effie versus RJ City. That match had to get booked. Um, Shaza McKenzie, Riley, Kylie Ray, and Giselle, Giselle Shaw versus Amale, Taya Valkyrie, and Evil East. And then this match I find absolutely hilarious. Whoever booked it, whoever had the idea to book this, and I think it was Joey Ryan's idea. <laughs> and I'm not saying the next sentence under this. I might say it anyway, but Joey Ryan, Cole Cabana, and Grado versus mm-hmm. Tom Waller, Ken Shamrock, and Minoru Suzuki. Yo, did you see Kogabana's um, tweeter early, um, early this yeah, week? Yeah, I'm not in chaos. Yeah. That's hilarious. But this is actually even more hilarious. That three comedy guys versus three shooters. Gummy Man seriously has a vacuum. He's trying to suck up the bunny. Which makes a whole lot of sense because the bunny's outfit is so dusty right now. Um... So, USA Pro Wrestling and Night of Violence, because Frank Goodman wants to run. He announced Scott Steiner versus Buff Bagwell today. That's how out of touch he is. ROH Supercard Runner, if you want to watch wrestling, go to this show. Lakeland. Marty Skrull versus Jay White. Dan Moff and Jeff Cobb versus Kenta and Taiji Ishimori. And Will Ospreay, Amazing Red, and Rocky Romero versus Bandito, Ray Horus, and Flamita. Russell Expo is to be announced. Freedoms is at the Cuban Club. There's a lot of shit. Takeover, Hangover, and Warhausen's WrestleMania. Nick Gage versus Daniel Magabe. And then WrestleMania, and then Raw after. And then we have, and then we have WrestleVision's trivia. We have for the Pam after party. We have Bullet Club block party. So Bullet Club. So, plugs. Yep, Twitter.com says Beast Mike. I will do what I can. I'll probably end up watching the Wilder fight on Saturday night. That's a big uh, Wilder versus Fury is going to be dope. Uh, I would expect it to be. Uh, good luck to all the dancers, to my fellow Penn Staters. Uh, good luck to everyone who's going to be dancing at Thon this weekend. Thon starts tomorrow at 4 and will close on Sunday at the same time. Of, actually, tomorrow, tomorrow at 6. 26-hour dance marathon. Uh, obviously, the world of the largest student philanthropy in uh, in the world. Uh, they they routinely raise eight, seven or eight figures every year. Hopefully, they raise another eight figures or even more than that. 
uh, Foo Fight Pediatric Cancer. So, good luck to everybody who's going to be dancing and going to be appearing at Fon. Uh, everyone does well there. So, Twitter.com says, Peace Night where you'll find me. I'll be tweeting about the fight and various other stuff that happens as we go. Twitter.com slash ZDDCooks. You can follow follow me on all the details about the Monco Wrestling Express. That is the big thing right now. I'm going to be promoting that like out the wazoo right now. That's going to be my main project. I'll be giving you more names, giving you an idea. So, for Beast Mike, it's DJ Kooks. Saying so long. Farewell. Aviva and goodbye.